Mallory. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Internet Culture. It is, I think, episode four, and um, and we're some special announcements before we get get started. Um, uh, we're back on Spotify, i and iTunes, and we're not now we're not we're not in Simplecast anymore, but we're in we're on Transistor now, and you can also check out episodes on cmru.ca, and that's available there too. Anyways, Internet Culture is a is a show where we um, we showcase Calgary creators and we talk about we do challenges and talk about anything internet culture. Today we have Aaron from Mobile Reviews A. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And so how are you today? Good. 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 So, um well, first question is what made you start Mobile Reviews? Um that's kind of I guess a long story. I used to run my own engineering consulting firm. Uh lost a bunch of clients. I built this YouTube channel just to mine data from it, just to figure out how I can build an app on top of the social media data that you everybody gets. And lots of bunch of clients realized that making videos was way more fun than, you know, doing engineering consulting. <laughs> so like I've got, I'm an engineer by trade. I've got an MBA and I'm making videos on YouTube. Like oh. it's pretty awesome that journey to go from that life to this life now. So been doing it since 2012 and it's been tough yeah so what are some of the biggest challenges you've have experienced so far um (laughs) biggest challenges is you don't make a lot of money in the Mm -hmm. beginning as a creator and i mean by the at the beginning like it's like i got myself to the bone for like seven years Mm kind of thing right like i used to be a lot heavier but i'm a lot lighter now like 40 pounds lighter because you just run out of money for food, so you just don't eat as much or drink as much, right? And so, like, just being very mindful of stuff like that. And, you know, everybody, I think, has to go through that journey in order to, you know, is this what I really want to do? Because people will quit all the time. I felt like quitting all the time. But it's, like, the value that I bring as a creator to my YouTube channel and to potential buyers and viewers and everything is outweighs that, you know, what's this pain that I'm dealing through with this at this very moment, right? You just kind of kind of work through that. Yeah. And I think like a lot of creators can relate because the, I mean, there's many YouTubers who they do quit after, uh, after a while of not seeing any progress, but there are some of the people that, um, that work through that work through it. Right. You yeah. know, and you'll, s- and the more you work through it, the more you see. Yeah. That. And it's, it's not just being dumb and stubborn about it. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I go through phases all the time. Like I think, I'm technically on my fifth iteration of Mobile Reviews A, and it's just a bunch of subtle differences. But every single year I say, hey, this is working, this isn't working, this is what I want to take from other creators, this is what I'm going to leave out. You know, you're, I'm constantly reinventing what Mobile Reviews A. Um, it may not look like it, but it's different. You know, the videos I create this year will be different than the ones even from last year, right? There's just these subtle differences where I'm like, I'm going to do this, it shows up. And, you know, what's the most fun video you've created so far the fun videos they're all kind of i don't think there's one fun video like i'm pushing about a thousand videos now right and so this kind of just goes back to 
that iteration thing is the last few videos that I have made or the last quarter in the last like three, four months, I consider those fun because I found a different way of doing them, you know, tweet how I film certain things. Right. And so seeing that in action and actually executing on those ideas, that's mm-hmm. kind of what I see as fun. Right. And, you know, that's kind of the only way I can keep going with it from some respect, because like I drop iPhones left, right and center. So that was fun at the very beginning, but I've broken dozens and dozens of devices and that gets boring, right? And like, yeah, speaking of like breaking iPhones, how do you, how do you get so much, so many iPhones to break? Do you just get, get the same one, fix them up somewhere yeah. or, yeah. oh. Yeah, so, you know, my overhead costs for the channel are quite high because okay. I do have to, like I'm running like seven, eight iPhones right now, mm-hmm. right? No, no more human beings gonna, spend thousands of dollars for seven, eight iPhones at one given time. <laughs> so like, how did you um, sort of get in this, I get into this idea like, oh, I should probably smash iPhones and make videos about it. Um, I think the entire idea came from, you look at a lot of this marketing stuff that you see and it's not real mm-hmm. or like influencer marketing kind of isn't real, right? Yeah. Like I am an influencer, but I don't partake in that influencer marketing. Um, and so, you know, you, a good example in my head is you listen to one of those bank radio commercials and it's like it's this lovey-dovey sound and like oh yeah this bank is for you mm-hmm. and no they they want your money right and they're going to do whatever it takes to get it from you right and that to me is just i don't want people to be fooled by stuff like that yeah. right so i've really focused on iphone accessories because you know they're all drop rated they're all this they're all that Right, and in reality, is your iPhone's going to break regardless if you drop it hard enough. So having that type of protection isn't really going to matter, mm. right? And so it's just kind of being a truth seeker, I guess. Oh, okay. So and going sort of back to the idea of how you create the channel, like how did you get um, interested in tech and stuff like that? In tech, like technology. Tech? I've just always been interested in tech. Mm. Like it's just, I like gadgets. Right, like <laughs> I don't know how else, like, you know, computers. Yay. And, and I, it's funny because I didn't grow up with it a lot. Pa- parents didn't have a lot of money, so mm-hmm. like my first computer I got. Uh, first computer was a three eighty six DX thirty three. That was a long time ago. But like I really I didn't get Windows ninety five till I was, I think in university, oh. right? So like two thousands, and so I think it was literally the moment I bought my uh, first iBook that I just like fully immersed myself. I like, mm-hmm. I really like this stuff. So that was like 2000, Oh, wow. a long that's, time ago. <laughs> that's a very long time ago. <laughs> I think I was just, I think I was just like, yeah, I was just a child. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, like how has, so far, how has YouTube like changed your life? Um, it's just been a different outlet for my creativity and for my problem solving ability. It's just a platform, right? It doesn't pay much YouTube platform by itself, unless you are one of those really big YouTubers, which is basically equivalent to winning a, a lottery, but it's, it's just a platform, right? Like I, I have no affinity to it other than that's the best place to load videos right now. And like, I just, I just really, I just want, I just look at your subscriber count just recently. How does it feel to have like so many subscribers, like a hundred, a hundred K almost? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm at 150 now. Oh, actually. Um, and it's, it's neat, but 
at the end of the day, the subscriber count doesn't mean anything, yeah. right? It's really the quality of the content mm -hmm. that you put out because I'll put out a video and I'll get, the last one I put out is only 2,000 views, mm -hmm. right? Technically, yeah, 150,000 subscribers. It should be 150,000 views. No, it doesn't quite work that way. Yeah. And it's fine, right? Um, that number is neat, mm -hmm. um, but I don't live and die by it. And like going back to that question again, um, like how does it feel having so many people look up to you, and how does that sort of impact yourself, your life, or whatever? Um, I never really get that sense that people are looking up to me, mm. right? Uh, I just see myself as a normal person helping other people out, um, and so I don't, I don't really care about that right like i'm just here to serve i'm just here to help people spend their money wisely <laughs> right like i yeah hard yeah. to answer that one yeah and um uh let's see is there a product that you've ever that you've reviewed that just sort of surprised you in a, in a certain way like it's you tested it out something unexpected happened or something weird happened <laughs> during like filming mm. you know it's tough it's quite these are good questions <laughs> and they're they seem very simple but they for me to answer them mm -hmm. like i've been doing this for so long that nothing really surprises me anymore right like i i get annoyed a lot quicker now <laughs> with things <laughs> but nothing really surprises like what surprised me lately like I came across a really terrible smart lock that was just so terrible. Like this is a second channel of mine and I review smart home gadgets and you know, based on my real usage, real review uh, mantra, I've been doing them in my home, right? And so I was like, hey, smart locks, I'll just replace all my locks with smart locks. The biggest problem with that mentality is that if a lock doesn't work, your home is unlocked, right? <laughs> and so I had this one smart lock that just didn't work. It's like my door was unlocked and it was and it was a lapse in my judgment in agreeing to review this product because like this company from china was like oh yeah thing, uh, fingerprint or thumbprint i was like cool send it right and kayla was just like this is terrible <laughs> this is so <laughs> terrible but i have to use it and it was so terrible so i think that was kind of surprising at how terrible some of these products actually mm -hmm. are because i usually have a pretty good filter but yeah i'm not going to touch that that just seems like a waste of my time to uh, review that so that's probably the, that was in December, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that was like six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually not that recent. <laughs> I'm pretty scared of those like smart locks things. Like, like again, like if you're, if it doesn't work, you're locked out of your home. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to stay, I'm going to, I'm, I like the traditional locks better. <laughs> yeah. And like some of that technology mm -hmm. is just silly, right? Because mm -hmm. the smart lock, it's cool that I can unlock it with my phone, but like you get home and you want to unlock it right you push the unlock button it's just like mm -hmm. and then unlocks right whereas yeah. in like you use a regular key you're just like funk turn mm -hmm. doors open right with the smart locks you have to wait for it to turn it's just slower yeah. right like it's a neat feature mm -hmm. but it's just made going to my house a little slower yeah yeah i guess that's like that's sort of like what we're coming into in in this era where like a lot of companies are making smart everything these days yeah yeah it's like do you really need a smart refrigerator <laughs> yeah yeah and it's i think once we get to that point where 
the technology actually becomes useful, then it's going to be great. But, you know, like any sort of technology, there's all these growing pains and everyone's trying to outbid everybody else with useless features, mm. right? Like I th- <laughs> the most recent thing when it comes to useless features is like the foldable screen by, the, uh, by Samsung, the mm. Galaxy Fold, and that thing I think still, it just tanked, mm-hmm. right? And then, so it's like this idea but it has no almost no purpose to it right that technology is neat to see being actually produced but how useful is it you know it's kind of like the smart refrigerator until mm-hmm. it can tell me exactly it can sense exactly when my food is going bad mm-hmm. right or it could just automatically detect that i'm down to my last cup of yogurt and it's gonna go to amazon and order it for me right like that tech would be useful but now that stuff kind of exist in different silos like there are companies that can figure that stuff out um but they're not in career with the smart fridge right Mm -hmm. so like (laughs) why would i buy either one right Mm -hmm. they don't serve any ultimate purpose i guess yeah well back to my questions (laughs) uh like we um is there sort of um a youtuber or reviewer in the same field that you sort of like your influences and stuff like that no, <laughs> like, I create t- content on YouTube. Mm. I watch very, very little YouTube videos. Ah, right. It's just, it's. I realized a while back is that everyone's competing for everybody else's attention. Right? Facebook's competing for your attention. You know, Snapchat's competing for your attention. And I will not be drawn into into that. Like, I waste mm-hmm. enough time reading the news on my smartphone. I don't yeah. need to go, you know, watch videos from other people. Yeah. Right. Like, I do take. I will watch something and be like, hey, that part of that video is cool. I'm going to do a deep dive into it, pull out what I want, and then I'll stop watching that person's video. Like, I just, I pick, I'm very picky of how I spend my time. Ah, that makes sense. And um, is there like a product that you haven't reviewed yet, but you really, really want to review? Hmm. What do I really, really want to review? (laughs) What I want to do is start dropping laptops, oh. testing laptop cases. <laughs> that, that, that actually really sounds fun. <laughs> that, yeah, it, it sounds awesome. It sounds so expensive because laptops are, well, some of the laptops are cheaper than iPhones, but oh. still they're laptops. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would totally make videos of me just like smashing my old laptops. They're just sitting there in my room doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also I, ju- I just, I, well, I just, got a, I just got a new phone and like, uh, a friend of mine just told me idea. You should probably you should probably just wa- do a video where you just smash your fo- phone with a sledgehammer. Your old phone is with a sledgehammer because I really hated that thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, is there like um, is there like a oh yeah that's a, so you already oh, yeah, answered it. But I was gonna ask is there like a product that frustrated you the the most that you haven't reviewed actually? No, no. <laughs> well, let me think about that. Other than the smart lock, no. Mm-hmm. Dealing with some of the companies can be frustrating, right? Because, again, it kind of goes back to that, you know, bank advertisement thing. Is mm-hmm. These companies will tell me, we have the best product, mm-hmm. you know, like screen, glass screen protectors. We have the gl- best glass screen protectors. Mm-hmm. And I've broken enough screen protectors. I've spoken to enough companies to have a good idea of, like, the technical specs, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, I'll ask them, what are your technical specs? It's a trade secret. I can't tell you that. But trust us, it's the best product out there. And it's like, you won't tell me anything. 
and you want me to waste your time, my time, to do a review on your product, which I'm assuming isn't of the best quality because I know what good quality products look like. And if you're not telling me, you're hiding something, right? Like Stuff like that I deal almost on a daily basis. And that's frustrating because I always, I'm trying to find always the best product out there. But when companies don't want to play ball, it's like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you want me to waste my time to give you free marketing? No. And it's and it's it's nice to see these like review channels that are actually um, pretty pretty truthful in their reviews. You know, like sometimes they're sometimes they a company reaches out, they just say, hey, like just say good good things about our product, and instead of actually having a full on yeah. review, here's thousands of dollars, say nice things. Mm-hmm. Right, I don't do that. Yeah, easy. Um, I, would make way more money if I did that, but that doesn't sit well with me personally. Mm-hmm. And like, um, before you doing mobile reviews, what kind of creative, other than doing engineering stuff, how, what kind of creative outlets were you doing before then? Like, um, really nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I made videos in university uh, for engineering week and stuff. I filmed some of my friends' video uh, weddings. Um, I learned how to play guitar. I got a fairly musical background, but the that creativity outside of engineering, I don't know. To me, I kind of see it as the same thing, like solving creativity. It takes a lot of creative power to solve a problem, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, I was doing a lot of that at work um, as an engineering grunt, and then kind of moved up, and then you start dealing with all the the politics, and I don't get along with people, so <laughs> <laughs> that's why I shifted to making YouTube videos but like I've always had an outlet for my creativity it's just more evident with my YouTube channel and um, do you film your videos yourself or with a team or so up until the beginning of this month I actually filled that position oh. um, it's just been primarily me oh. and so now I've got some help mm-hmm. and it's awesome I've got like I haven't been like two weeks ahead in my like production schedule and like since the beginning of the, <laughs> the channel. So it's like, yay, I can like plan stuff before, you know, just planning and then executing right mm-hmm. away. So, um, but up until like last month, um, it was just me. I did all the video editing. I did all the production stuff. I did all the, like everything. It was exhausting. Oh, it must, it must be a huge load off your back. Just having that a little bit of extra help. <laughs> yeah. But now I have to pay the person. <laughs> right? So that adds a different kind of stress, but it's, you know, I'm, in a good place and so mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy with how it's been going so far so with your like s- talk about your YouTube journey How's, has it been smooth has it been, has it been rough has it been a mix of both like tell me more about like w- like the hardship or the if it's not hardship like how you that so. um the journey has been hard mm-hmm. but you know, one of the biggest lessons I learned was all the stuff I don't need that I thought mm-hmm. I needed, mm-hmm. right? You know, when you when I work downtown, you know, wearing suits and everything, you're always comparing yourself against beside against the person beside you. Mm-hmm. What do they have? You're always playing, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. And so once I kind of remove myself from that, it's just like I can actually ex- exist as a human being on very little, right? I don't need a lot of stuff to exist. And I think I found a lot of happiness in that. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and I'm constantly trying to simplify my life. And I think that's one of the lessons I've learned um, is that I am so committed to my channel is that how can I make more out of my day 
so that I can work on that channel even more, right? So it's like wearing the exact same t-shirts, right? I just buy the exact same <laughs> t-shirts. I wear them almost every single day. Don't have to think about it. They just have to be clean. You know, you know stuff like that has been very rewarding. Um, my mindset has changed a lot. Uh, having a lot of formal education in my background, you know, people of that nature tend to beat their chest a lot. And I think running this YouTube channel has humbled me a lot because I just don't know all the answers, right? So if I don't know the answers, I'm going to try to figure it out or I'm going to tell people I just don't know, right? And that's, you know, I don't have to lie to anybody. I don't have to, I'm very truthful to myself, right? Like that's just been very liberating in a sense. Um, and then trying to, the mindset, I think, just don't look back, always look forward, always make progress, like every single day, even if you trip forward, you're still moving forward, right? There's no point in, you know, being content and looking back and saying, hey, I'm good here, always moving forward. And I think that's a lesson that I've kind of applied in kind of everything that I do. Right. And, um... So what are you gonna what are your plans for the future of the channel? Do you wanna keep going? Do you wanna expand more or um I'm always expanding. Mm-hmm. Always thinking about the future. And I've actually got on the bigger biggest channel, the mobile reviews one, I've started a uh, new series called In My Honest Opinion. I'm Ho, you know, hosted by Aaron Ho, you know. I thought it was kinda fun. <laughs> and it's just I'm taking influences from John Oliver, right? Just how he like does research on a topic and then he just like, he has no qualms about making fun of it. You know, like the Hassan Minaj, Minaj, Minaj from Patriot Act on Netflix, like he kind of does the same thing. And so I don't watch a lot of YouTube videos, but I read a lot of news, I read a lot of articles and some stuff is just like, that's dumb. Or like, I think that's a great story. You know, I wish I could share that. And so this series will be uh, me kind of just playing around with that and so the first episode I think drops I haven't decided yet but it's been filmed and then I'm working on four ep- other episodes for season one um, so the next few couple months probably over the summer I'll start releasing it uh, before the new iPhones drop and so I'm pretty excited about that I think that will get me uh, a different kind of audience <laughs> right to bring them into my reality and my reviews and stuff so that's kind of what I've got on my plate in the immediate future anyways and like I see your dog all the time in <laughs> Monty. In Monty, uh, so um, tell me, tell me more. How did Monty um, started getting into your YouTube videos? Like, did, was that planned, or was that in the very beginning, or um, it just sort of happened? <laughs> it just sort of happened. So like, he was, he's my dog, and so he's always with me, right? And so, you know, when you when I'm working in my basement, like he's literally the only other living being. Mm-hmm for eight, nine hours at a time, right? And so, like, I'm just, yeah, I'll just include you, (laughs) right? And, like, people, like, you know, the viewers who, subscribers and viewers who watch me consistently are invested in me. They're also invested in Monty, and they're also invested in the products that I'm reviewing, right? And so, you know, it's, there's always this story to be told about Monty, about myself, and about Mm -hmm. the the product. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, people like animals, I'll include (laughs) include them in my videos. I mean, the, like, having animals (laughs) in your video does make it like seem more I guess like homely I guess I mean it yeah, yeah like it's every once in a while I do come across a review and I'll, I'll like watch it and it's like it just looks so sterile mm-hmm. 
right? Like the last I watched a uh, the Power Beats Pro came out recently, mm-hmm. and so I watched my unit took like a week to show up. And so, like, there's a bunch of reviews out there already, and it's like they got like color backgrounds, the slow pans, and everything, and it mm-hmm. just looks so sterile. And it's like these headphones are made for working out. I'm gonna go work out with them, covered in chalk, you know, sweat and mm-hmm. grime and gross. Monty's running around. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a real review to me, right? right? Like, that's kind of why there's Monty, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, I'm using an iPhone, dropping an iPhone. There's most likely, if you have a pet, the pet's gonna be right there, yeah. right? Like. Yeah, and also like when you're reviewing some, and when you're using the product, testing it out, like how a real person would test it out. Like it yeah. shows it shows more of like the reality of it, I guess. Yeah, it's, I'm way more authentic, I think, mm-hmm. with my reviews because all I'm doing is just telling my experience with that product. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so how, um, how old is Monty, by the way? He's ten. Oh, that's so he still mm-hmm. runs around like he's a uh, young pup. Aww. <laughs> so he sleeps a little bit more, but he still has that mm-hmm. puppy demeanor. Mm, that's yeah. that, that's honestly so adorable. <laughs> yeah, and like it's it's funny because mm. he in the videos is incredibly obedient and quiet and stuff, but when he's with the rest of my family, he's just this crazy dog. Mm. Yeah, maybe you should have like um, here's just a suggestion probably like you should have a pet video, a review video, but with pet tech with Monty. That is actually on the docket. Really? Yes. Oh. I've bought a bunch <laughs> of uh, dog fitness trackers. I didn't even know they make those things. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> wow. They're so expensive <laughs> for, what they, for what you get. Uh, so that's actually on my plate somewhere. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I've, I've seen like so many pet tech, pet, pet tech online. I'm like, wow, I wonder if, they actu- if they're actually <laughs> good for pets. So, yeah. you know, it's a really good a really good thing that you're, might, you're thinking about that. Yeah. yeah, and I think it'll still be under like mobile reviews because mm-hmm. it's kind of techy yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and it's it adds a little bit of fun to the yeah. content as well. As well. Yeah. It's different. Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny with the mobile reviews because for s- certain products, I've literally repeated myself for like mm-hmm. eight years, right? Because most people won't care that you know the newest iPhone is going to be the same size as last year's iPhone, so. You know, the cases will fit exactly the same. So they're not going to look for an iPhone 10 video. They're going to look for an iPhone 10s video. Mm-hmm. But the iPhone 10 and 10s are physically almost the same size. Or mm-hmm. they are the same size. One weighs a bit more, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, like, I, in order for me to stay up in YouTube's rankings, it's like I have to create content for the newest iPhone, which mm-hmm. is basically me repeating what I said for the iPhone 10, what I said for the iPhone 7s, what I said mm-hmm. for the iPhone 6s. Right. So that's kind of a downside, I guess, with the the YouTube channel is that you're constantly having to create content that you know is going to work, which might be boring. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of, there's definitely a lot of YouTubers who are definitely complaining how the algorithm sort of like requires this sort of weird consistency. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's like everything has to be consistent basically in order you, if you want to succeed and it's like, yeah. It doesn't, there's no room for creativity, but like, I feel like a lot of YouTubers will try to make it work. Yeah, and I, th- I feel that the content that you create is important because, mm-hmm. like, I've got videos that are performing better now than when I released them. They, and it's because the content's useful, right? And so, you know, I don't know how you would do this with a, a vlog, per se, right? Like, unless you could talk about a, a topic you could create a vlog about a very useful topic that is considered evergreen content, right? That might 
work out for you. But like for me, every video I produce is with the goal that someone will come and see this in a year or two from now and still find value in it. Right. And so, you know, it's, you got to think of it as a long game to play. Right. Cause I got videos from 2016 that are just crushing it right now. Like my highest watched video is from 2016. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's still getting all, it's one of my best performers. And, um, let me just look at this list of list of questions, which I think you probably hit almost of the points. <laughs> um, but uh, let's see. Oh yeah, wait. This is the number one question I always ask on every show. Like, how can I forget? Okay. Um, we ask this again. We ask this with every guest on the show sure. because the nature of the show is internet culture. So, um, what is your favorite memes or anything just you just find funny online that you found on the internet? Funniest thing mm-hmm. found on the internet was going to be red versus blue back in the mid 2000s. Oh. When that first stuff first came out, mm-hmm. I waited every single week for like a six minute episode to come out. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing that I just loved. And I love that they're on Netflix right now. Oh, wow. Like, I just, like, <laughs> caboose. And I just, yeah. The, I do like memes a lot. Mm-hmm. But they're just such a waste of time. Mm. You just keep scrolling through the memes. You're like, ha, 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 um, But, yeah, no, that's, did I answer the question? Yeah, definitely. I think <laughs> I answered it. Ask, <laughs> ask it to me again, because I just kind of got lost in thinking about red versus blue. Oh, I mean, it, if it's, uh, it still counts as internet culture, so. Um, we'll get, well, we're going to take a little bit of a break. Um, we're going to be back. We're going to be challenging. We're going to test, later on, we're going to test Aaron on his, um, Let's say Urban Diction. Have you heard of Urban Dictionary? Uh, sure. It's like basically a dictionary of all these weird ass slangs. Okay. Uh, internets, mostly internet stuff, but like, um, and we're gonna try and gonna later on we're gonna make we're gonna make so we're gonna test you on vocabulary that sound like tech, tech, text word techy words, but sure. they're actually not. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're gonna be right back after this break, and we'll see you later. Tune in to CMRU Radio. Student-made shows with enthusiastic hosts. Playing a huge selection of genres for every music lover in your life. All music, all week, all day long. CMRU.ca. By students, for you. You need new tires. Buy this diamond ring. Get your windows repaired. Ah! Want more music and less ads? On CMRU.ca, you get all music all the time. Listen to all the songs you love and none of the ads you hate. CMRU.ca. By students for you. Hello and welcome back to Internet Culture. I'm your host, Kim Mallory, and I am Aaron with Mo- from Mobile Reviews A. Um, and... Like we're gonna do some urban. We're gonna test Aaron's um, urban dictionary this terms. Gonna go poorly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't. Most of the time, I, most of these words I don't even know because I don't go to Urban Dictionary that often. And I, to be frankly, I don't care about like um, about like internet terms or really. <laughs> but like um, it's. Some of the words in there are pretty, and the definitions are like pretty fu- pretty weird. So and oddly sexual, but I try to, I try to pick some words that are not sexual, because <laughs> of like, uh, nope, nope, nope. That's that's not show appropriate. Never mind. I mean, I do know 
this is an explicit show because I put it at 9 p.m. We air at 9, 9 p.m. every Friday. So, like, yeah, um, but it's still, I still want to keep it clean. But <laughs> All right, so um, you said you don't, Aaron, you don't, you so maybe sort of familiar, maybe have heard of it, of Urban Dictionary? I have. Oh. Um, every once in a while, I do have to look up stuff. I, I don't know if this will be appropriate, but I had to make sure I knew what the understanding of a skid mark was. Oh. So I don't know if that's bad or not. For my upcoming show, I don't know if I was allowed to reference it. I don't really, mm-hmm. but... Um, yeah, um, I think I'm also... Well, I'm a lot younger than you, but sometimes I also have to go to Urban Dictionary and just like... What are the kids saying these days? What are the Gen Z saying these days? Um, excuse me, what is a lit fam? <laughs> a lit fam. I don't know what that is. It's literally just two terms, apparently. It's like what lit from lit, which means it's awesome. Yeah. Fam, which is like basically family. Well, it's family, but it's mostly for people like your f- good friends. friends or yeah. Like, yeah. So it also can also mean family. But, yeah. <laughs> but okay. So let's let's get started with um, with some of um, the list of terms that sound very techy. Okay. I mean, well, not not all of them sound very techy. Some of them are just probably random words or like acronyms. But um, let's start with shock site. Can you guess what that is? Shock site. Yeah. <laughs> An electronics component site. <laughs> 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 yeah. What is it? Uh, okay. So, uh, a shock site, according to Urban Dictionary, is a website used with the express purpose of starting the living crap of, of startling the living, the living crap of anyone you link it to. Oh. So. So like, it's like the baby goat screaming at your face. Yep. 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 All right. And some these they put some examples. Like examples include Tub Girl or Lemon Party or Goatsy. Yeah, that that's it. That's what it is. So yeah. I mean that's probably the most self explanatory. It's like it's a shocking site. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a shocking website. Have you come across any shocking websites over the years? No. <laughs> I haven't. Oh right. Yeah. I I've I've come across a lot of shocking websites actually. It's like because of, um, I mean, it was based on the internet, so I was kept, I kept looking, looking on Google from, or like some of my friends telling me to go to this site. Oh my god! And then, and then I was just like scarred for life because, why would you show this to me? Like, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it's, you, we were just mentioning about the age, mm-hmm. and like I'm, I think I'm that, I'm on that borderline age group where, half my friends aren't actually like on Facebook or on the internet and the other half don't use it to the extent that I do. Mm. Right. And so like, yeah, it's just kind of this weird thing. Cause like, that's never really happened to me. Right. Cause all the people I know wouldn't send me to a shock site. Right. <laughs> Most of the people I know don't know what shock sites are. <laughs> right? like, I mean, I didn't even know what, it, I didn't know that that was a proper term for the, those kinds of sites. I thought it was just, it was just a website that has weird shit in it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so okay, we'll we'll move on to our next word, which is either it's either pronounced itis or itis. 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 
I-D-D-I-S? It's like I-T-I-S. I-T-I-S. Yeah. <laughs> Drawing a blank. <laughs> All right. Well, let me just punch it in here on the Urban Dictionary machine. Itis. Okay. The drowsy, sleepy feeling you get after a, eating a large meal. Usually meals like big Sunday dinners, Thanksgiving, and Christmas meals. So sort of like a food hangover, I guess? Yeah. I have one of those every single day. Oh. <laughs> I can... I, I can relate to that. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a very thin guy, but I eat like almost like a feast full of food every day. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom's just like, "What? How are you not getting fat?" I'm like, "I don't know." Itis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Does like does it even stand for anything? Or it's I, just like I don't know. It just says on the Urban Dictionary, it's just itis. <laughs> how does that even? I don't understand it. I thought it was like some kind of like eye thing, like an eye disease or something. <laughs> yeah, like I, I assume there'd be like some sort of natural progression to mm-hmm. the abbreviation of this word, but mm-hmm. if it, like it literally is just like four random letters put together and it's mm-hmm. going to mean a food hangover. Yeah, apparently they they put it they put an example in the in the definition that says in a sentence that says, "Man, that itis done done gut." Oh my god, I don't know. How, this is just like weird. Mil- not millennial, Gen Z talk. Okay, man, that I just done got me. I'm fixing to take a nap. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I don't know even know what it's trying to say, <laughs> but okay, I don't know what that sentence is. <laughs> but I think my problem is that I was. I speak everything in almost complete sentences. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing with the internet. <laughs> nothing <laughs> is nothing is complete sentences. No, it's just all these abbreviations. You're mm-hmm. like, uh, like abbreviated sentences, Ew. sentence fragments. Exactly. All right. <coughs> well, let's move on to our next word, which is B-I-F or BIF. I feel like I've seen this one before. BIF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pulling blanks. It's an acronym, actually. Okay. It means but in front. According to Urban Dictionary... Um, it's usually associated with middle to elderly women in stretchy polyester pants, which, when pulled up, pulled up high enough, gives the illusion of their ass actually being in front. Okay. So. So it's like the evolution of the camel toe. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, was I not supposed to say that? No, it's fine. It's fine. There's a reason why we we air this show at 9 p.m. <laughs> but in front. Yep. It's just the nature of the internet. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I know. That one I might be able to use. <laughs> I don't know when I would use it. I think I just, I'll just say camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, it's a camel toe. <laughs> that I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Biff. 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 Yeah. All right. So this one is, this one sounds fun. It's T minus zero. It's happening now. <laughs> oh, that's actually quite close. It's actually quite the opposite. It's like out of time. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, well, this is a really long. I'm not going to read this definition because it's really long. But it's in the, the whole gist of it is just we're out of time. It comes from NASA, T minus zero. Yeah. So, All right. yeah, um, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds 
That one's a little bit boring. Okay. <laughs> I can use that one, though. <laughs> T minus zero. You're running late. T minus zero. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm always late, so I'm going to say that all the time. I'm T minus zero. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, next word. Ack or A-C-K. It's not an acronym. I don't think it's an acronym. Um, but, oh, wait, maybe it is an acronym. Things people say when it's something gross? Ack. Ack. I think it is an acronym, so it's not that. No. Uh, <laughs> A-C-K? I mean, yeah. All-consuming knowledge? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was my best guess. <laughs> I got nothing. All right. It's short for acknowledged, like the word acknowledge. Uh, oh, so it's like, I act you, I guess. I acknowledge you. <laughs> I feel like the word okay would be shorter. Yeah. I mean, it did says here, similar to okay. <laughs> <laughs> but one letter longer. <laughs> That's inefficient. <laughs> oh, the internet. Oh, there's another. Oh, there, I just scroll down. There's another. There's another ACK, but this one is, is an acronym. It says A-C-K, an exclamation of shock, surprise, or disappointment. So the other definition, yeah. you're, you have the correct one for the other definition. The one the that I saw in cartoons growing yeah. up. Yeah. ACK. ACK. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ooh. This one I don't particularly know, but it's Beamer. B E A M E R. BMW? Uh, let me see. Yes, it is a BMW. You're correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One, four, five, six. Have you ever owned a BMW before? No. Oh, yeah. I haven't either, so, but I wish sometimes. <laughs> yeah, my parents had one. Oh. No, they still have one. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> Just going back to our previous conversation, mm -hmm. it's like if I was still working downtown, I would probably have one now, but remove your, myself from, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. And it's like I've been driving the same car for the last 10 years, and I'm completely happy with it. Mm -hmm. It's this old crappy Mazda. Gets me places, right? It's just yeah. That's like the story of my mom, actually, because, like, she – when I was a child, she was always saying, I want a BMW. I want a BMW. <laughs> And then now she's like happy that she has a, she has like a Toyota. I'm like, I'm good with this. I don't need a BMW. Yeah. yeah. And I think like for me, I appreciate good products, mm -hmm. right? Like I appreciate that, you know, if a BMW, if you buy like the race versions or the M3s or whatever, I appreciate the abilities that that product has, mm -hmm. but it's, I don't want one because of it will improve my stature in life. I want one because I want to be able to just whip around corners really fast, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And there's, there's a lot of, like, cars that are super overpriced, and I'm like, do I really need? I mean, because most of, because one of the, some some products are just made just for luxury purpose, you mm -hmm. know? And that's why they're really expensive, but, like, I just so, don't see really the point. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, especially when vehicles, that. like, that mm -hmm. stuff just depreciates so quickly. Yeah. It's mind-boggling. It's like, I just need a, I just need something to to get me by. I mean, I don't have my car yet, but I, I'd settle for anything <laughs> at this <laughs> point. <laughs> All right, next one is doing bits. Doing bits. 
I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, the top definition on Urban Dictionary says, doing bits is when you do something that is really, really good. Here's an example of conversation. It says, did you hear about that? Did you hear about Jake? Yeah, he pulled her. Yeah, to be fair, he's doing bits. She said, yes. No way. Did she? Yeah. Well done, mate. You have done bits there. So basically, good job. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. the. Again, I just glance over these definitions when I was writing them. So, I, yeah. Like, I'm trying to figure out how, like, they get from, like, great job to doing bits. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that conversational <laughs> evolution would be. I mean... There's probably some. There's probably someone who's saying these things. I don't believe that the general population says these things. All the all these things. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Urban Dictionary. You can you can post a definition, just as a normal person, like uh, just anonymously, yeah. and do whatever, put in whatever word or term you just made into. I'm so gonna do that one again. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> gonna do some bits. Gonna do some bits. <laughs> Felt like that one would have been sexual in nature. Oh my god, the bits. <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to our next term, DFK. DFK. Don't effing know. All right, top definition. It's an acronym. It says deep French kissing. <laughs> <laughs> I like my definition better. <laughs> That one, I think, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I I saw the, I skimmed over the I skimmed over this. I was like, it's not that sexual. No. <laughs> it's not that inappropriate for radio. No. <laughs> it literally just says on the on the definition, it's just like deep French kissing. That's it. No examples. No anything. I don't think you need any examples. <laughs> true. True. Oh wow, this is an old definition. Someone someone um, posted this definition on May nineteen. 2003. Oh, damn. Wow. Apparently. I'm just way out of it, apparently. <laughs> wow. 2003. I guess they were. I guess everyone's deep French kissing in 2003. When was the bits one posted? Oh, let me just check that out. That was not, not, too, not too long. That was like 2013. October 13, 2013. Mm. Yeah. So. They somehow need a map to show you where these things are actually being spoken the most. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Uh, there's this. I saw this thing on, I don't know if it was Facebook, but it, it, I think it was some random site where they... Was it a shock site? No, it was not a shock site. <laughs> <laughs> it was a data site. <laughs> so it was like, um, you know how in the States, they, some places call it soda instead of pop or pop mm-hmm. or soda, Coke, or whatever. And they actually did like um, did a survey and they mapped out where, like how many people, like each dot represented which, um, which, which household speaks Mm-hmm. Um, says like soda or pop and it's actually interesting because um, the farther north you go the farther north you go the more they say pop the farther south you go the, um, the more they say um, soda hmm. so that was actually interesting except probably Florida Florida was weird <laughs> I think it was a Coke <laughs> all pop is Coke <laughs> <laughs> but that's all they drink <laughs> probably <laughs> that's neat stuff like that's interesting yeah. to me I like I like I like looking at those like um, mapped out data, po- data points where they just mm-hmm. see something oh, where on the map this is being like represented. So yeah. it's like I mean I like maps since I was a kid, so I was like okay. <laughs> yeah, 
So yeah, the Urban Dictionary totally needs to be able to map out where people say bits. Exactly. Okay. If you, if CEO of Urban Dictionary is listening to this show, here's that's some a pointers. Feature, that's a feature that we all def- desperately need. Yeah. And then we're going to review it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's move on to our next, where were we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> next definition, which is rule 40, 43. Rule 43. Yeah. Rule 43. Yeah. Don't know. Okay. Oh, this one's. This one's. This one's. This, it's not weird. It's interesting, actually. Um, rule forty-three is you can find anything on the internet if you are willing to look for it long enough. Okay. It's sort of like a theory, the internet theory or something. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like law of forty-three. Yeah. Law of the internet. Yeah. That's neat. That one I could actually use. I think. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was, when I. When I was like in elementary school, where I would have to do like research projects or whatever, um, I just go on like old Google and then like click click next, and like the the O's get more um, bigger, like yeah. longer and longer, and to the point where I'm just like, uh, this all this is all just repeating information. <laughs> I can't find it here. <laughs> well, it's like in the top bar, it's like, or at the top of the screen, it's like you've got 65 million results. And you're like, how? <laughs> We're like, who's gonna go look at results like forty three million? Oh <laughs> like, what is what is that result gonna be actually like? <laughs> and it's, uh, I mean, it's weird too. Like there, and when you enter so- when you type something on the search bar on Google, like it, um, it shows. I think it shows you how many searches it, it gets. So I was like, and there are some weird questions that people have been searching on the, on Google. Yeah. And it's like that's really fascinating and disturbing. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's all those like internet videos of like. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Celebrities answering questions that people oh, yeah. want to search about them, mm-hmm. like you know. So. Yeah. I mean, I want to do I, I want to do one of those actually, but I'm not famous enough, so <laughs> just gotta work at it. <laughs> be a famous podcaster. <laughs> I mean, I wish, but no, <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be great for sponsors. I need money, but <laughs> <laughs> struggling student, struggling student here, hit me up. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next definition, which is. Uh, YPU. YPU. Nope. Okay. So it's sort of like um, it's sort of like a typo, sort of. It's like when someone is t- is touch typing or typing faster than they usually would and mistype the word you. Okay. So it's like when it's a typo for you. Yeah. For you. YPU? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can so, see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. weird that that's actually a thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I, didn't, I was like, I was surprised that there was even a definition on Urban Dictionary. I mean, it's yeah. just a typo. It's just a typo. <laughs> huh. Fun fact: I actually like when I was email when I was emailing you to come on the show, um, I had actually lots of typos because <laughs> I was using my phone. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I was because I, I was like I was I wasn't I didn't have my laptop or my computer because I wasn't it was a, it was the Labor Day weekend, so I was like. Not Labor Day. It's like long, it's long weekend. May long. May long, yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, <laughs> I need, I need a guest. So, like, I was like rushing because I need, I wanted to go to the pool as soon as possible. So, because I was like, it's been a long day. I need to go to the jacuzzi, I guess. So, <laughs> I've been desensitized to typos because mm-hmm. my the laptop and my keyboard. I have one of those MacBook Pros, mm-hmm. and the keys are always sticky. Oh. And so, like the EEs and the OOs and the Qs all keep mm-hmm. repeating themselves. So, like, mm-hmm. everything I type is just like repeating keys. Oh wow! 
All right. Well, let's move on to our next definition, and that is, it's I think it's an acronym, but it's um, it's AMOS or A M O S. A M O S. I feel like I've seen this one before. As many, something something. Let's look it up. Actually, well, I'm having bad internet. <laughs> School in, the school's internet is really, literally, it's really shit. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is this is this is an acronym. It's add me on Snapchat. Oh, huh. oh I didn't know that. <laughs> okay, yeah. that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Do you have Snapchat? I think I do. <laughs> never posted. I never post anything there either. I mean, I'm with. I have a group chat with all my classmates, and yeah. that's how I communicate with them. Just. Just to communicate with them, but n- other than more, more than that, other than that, I guess I don't use it at all. Yeah. Other than I, the, <clears throat> I could never get into it. Mm-hmm. Get into it's the wrong word. I never understood it. Oh. And mostly again, going back to my thing about it's like half my friends don't exist on the internet, and the other half <laughs> barely use the internet properly. So, yeah. you know, Snapchat. Yeah. Like, I do every once in a while. Like, follow Gary Vaynerchuk, the, mm-hmm. the entrepreneur, and. For a while, he was really big on Snapchat. And I was like, oh, I'll try Snapchat. And I was like, I literally do not know what to do. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty tech literate. And I'm like, this makes no sense to me. <laughs> or like stuff like music, I guess TikTok, mm-hmm. right, which is, I guess, a big up and coming platform. Yeah, it's sort of kind of replacing. There's lots of like Vine Vine type videos on TikTok. Yeah. So it's like sort of like a replacement on sort of what people are using to replace Vine nowadays. Yeah. So yeah, it's usually just a lip syncing app, I guess. Yeah. So, but now people are using it for Vines. But, <laughs> but like the platform's growing. It's like, how do I get on this platform? But then it's like, yeah. I have no idea what to do. <laughs> how do I make singing reviews? Oh Six second clips. Blah, 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 blah. I made, um, in the first episode of Internet Culture, my best, one of my best friends was on the show because he has 20K on TikTok. And the only reason I joined TikTok was to support him because, well, well, he's my friend. I have to support him, I guess. But... Like um, other, and I haven't touched the app since because one, I don't know what to put on there. (laughs) So I put my promo for the show, but I was like, I just got hate mail from a bunch of 12 year olds. So, (laughs) (laughs) so. They're so savage. (laughs) (laughs) I just got hate mail from (laughs) just a a radio show promo. I was like, I didn't know it was that bad. Okay, never mind. That's terrible. (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. I guess I'll fix up my promo. <laughs> <laughs> but they cared enough to send you a note. That's true. <laughs> that could be constructive criticism in it in a way. Well, I think like in the world of YouTube, your likes and your dislikes, it does not matter if it's a like or a dislike. Yeah. YouTube counts it as an interaction with that video, right? Yeah. So like an angry twelve year old, like something you did pissed this kid off <laughs> and he's interacting with you. Like that is a win. Don't take whatever he says seriously. But it's a win. <laughs> Put a check mark beside it. Woohoo! I'm TikTok famous now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're move, move, let's move on from TikTok and go to another another oh, another definition, which is OTW. OTW on the way. OTW, and that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually used that one. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't think I've actually used that one. <laughs> <laughs> the date added was like in the early 2000s. Uh oh. Check it. No, it's actually 2015. What? No. <laughs> How's that possible? Oh, that's a top definition. The second, the second, the second top definition was 2009. The third one is well, 2018. 
Oh, and there's the fourth one is from 2003. Because <laughs> I've definitely used that one. <laughs> I mostly just say OMW, which is on my way. So, yeah. But, like, I've, yeah, I've never, I've never actually said OTW. I think I was using a Nokia 3310. Mm. Really old phones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember Nokias. Not specific Nokias, but like, I used to have a Nokia when I was, like, <laughs> that was one of, my, one of my first phones, actually, a Nokia. It's probably a 3310. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that was the most common Nokia. <laughs> and then I got a flip phone, and that's that was fun. <laughs> that was my second phone. It was a flip phone, the second one. But, yeah, I used to play Snake all the time. Snake <laughs> is awesome. Mm-hmm. I can still play Snake on this I, if I just activated, like, if I say, hey, Google, play Snake, and I'll just play Snake. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It's not the same. You need the physical buttons yeah. and the tiny, tiny screen. Mm-hmm. I miss, like, the old, graf- the old graphic stuff. Like, it's, like, it's a little... It's a little, just little pixels of like, and it's fun watching though. It's fun watching and playing that game. It's like one of my favorite classic games, phone games, really. But nostalgia is there. Yeah, I still remember playing one of the one of the things in my new the new web series I'm working on is like I talk about pay to win games on the App Store and stuff. You know, I really started thinking about like all the old games I still kind of play every couple of years, like mm-hmm. Knights of the Old Republic, you know, stuff that just had incredible stories and incredible st- character developments and like all these new games. I have to wait four minutes before I can move on to the next <laughs> thing, right? Like <laughs> stuff like that just seems silly. Hmm. Well, let's move on to um, a next term, which is this is this sounds a little bit YouTube related, but I don't think it is. It says throwing subs. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally picturing throwing sandwiches right now. I just, I just picture of like a YouTuber just th- throwing away their, like just, just like throwing a s- subscriber to another person or something, yeah. like, like literally just like lifting them up. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it's like reducing your subscriber count, like doing yeah. something. You know, you read stories about all these vegans. Mm-hmm realizing they have to eat meat in order for them to not die and people get angry and maybe that's throwing subs. I don't know. Well, it says here that when you make an implication about a person without explicitly stating who they are. Okay. What? I don't get it, but when you make an implication about a person, just... Okay, I'm going to use the the example here. It says, girl, I am a good role model unlike a certain someone who never does her work. Bonkisha, are you throwing subs at Shanene? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like, it's like throwing shade. Yeah. Throwing that's shade. like the first thing that came to my mind in that example. <laughs> it was just like, that makes sense, throwing shade. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Throwing subs. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, that's, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but like, it's throwing shade. <laughs> I'm still thinking about sandwiches. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's that's the last of our... Well, there's more. There, there's more Urban Dictionary, but we're, not, we're running out of time. So um, thank you again, Aaron, from Mobile Reviews A. And where can people find you on social media and stuff like that? Um, well, YouTube, just search Mobile Reviews A. <laughs> I've also got a website. It's mobilereviews-a.ca. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are kind of my two two main places that you could find me. Or just Google my name, mm-hmm. Aaron, Aaron Ho, and I should show up on page 43 million somewhere because there's a lot of hoes in this world. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, YouTube is primarily where I where I exist. All right. Awesome. Again, thank you again for being on the show. Thanks for having me. And I'm Kim Mallory here. This is this has been Internet Culture and we'll see you on cmru.ca. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs>